two-month-long hiatus, we are back with Quest for Gold. I'm Ryan Burrow. We now turn our attention to the Winter Games in Beijing 2022. The torch was lit in Greece. It's now making its way to Beijing for the Olympics set to start February 4th. There were protesters present there. They were part of Free Tibet, a London-based group that looks to end China's occupation of the region, a subject that we'll be talking about in future episodes of Quest for Gold. Back in the U.S., Team USA held its Olympic Media Summit virtually again this cycle. It was a chance to hear from dozens of American athletes on the verge of qualifying for the Games from various sports. U.S. OPC CEO Sarah Hirschland kicked off the event by announcing vaccines will be required for all athletes athletes, coaches, trainers, and any American participating in qualifying events as well as the Olympics. This is all about the safety and health of our team. The presence of this virus makes the challenge greater for all of us in a games environment, but we're committed to doing everything we can in our power to mitigate illness and to mitigate the spread of COVID-19. Now, the International Olympic Committee has not installed a mandate for vaccines as of yet. The IOC will be releasing its first in a series of health protocols they call playbooks very soon. It is expected these games will be similar to the Tokyo Games and that there will be heavy restrictions on travel, limited interaction among athletes, and there are indications only Chinese fans will be allowed to participate. The new playbooks will be introduced later this month. Chicago Blackhawks star Patrick Kane is looking forward to being a three-time Olympian this winter. He won silver in 2010, played again in Sochi in 2014, but in 2018, the NHL did not send any players to the games. He's glad to have the pros back out on the ice for 2022 and hopes they've got enough time to build some chemistry with medals on the line. You know, it's all about those couple weeks over there, right? I mean, you can put put aside like you know, your pride as a player, which role you think you should be in. Um, you know, it's all about the team for those two weeks and whatever you can do to find a way to win. I actually think we did that really well. Um, both times I was in the Olympics in 2010 and 2014, just came up a little short. But, um, you know, um, it's, uh, you know, amazing for me, especially to uh, have eight years in between to be able to, to go to my third Olympics and, uh like you said, be more of a seasoned veteran this time around. I know we'll have uh, a lot of other guys that can, uh, you know, be good leaders and help with the leadership. But uh, uh, it's all about those two weeks when you're over there. Patrick Kane, Seth Jones, Ryan McDonough, and Austin Meadows have been named the first prospective players to the roster, but the full roster won't be announced until January. U.S. men's hockey hasn't medaled since 2010 and hasn't won gold since the Miracle on Ice back in 1980. And then there's curler Matt Hamilton. Remember him? 2018, I was fortunate enough to get hot at the Olympics and win a gold medal. Um, So the road to Beijing is quite a different one than the road to Pyeongchang. I definitely had a more restricted practice time due to the current uh, COVID climate, you could call it. But um, I've been able to maintain a good regiment with everything and feeling pretty strong going into these Olympic trials coming up here in the next couple of months. So real excited to be here and real excited to uh, 
compete and maybe make it back to Beijing. He's not only competing to make the men's team, he's also competing to make the mixed gender doubles team, which will be competing for the first time in these Olympics. U.S. women's bobsledder Lolo Jones is looking to win her first medal in her fourth Olympic Games. She ran track and field to start her Olympic career in Beijing in 2008. Asked what it'll be like to be back this time competing in a bobsled. Uh, horrific and a blessing at the same time. I mean, uh, I never thought I'd have a chance to even go back. Uh, in Beijing, you know, it was my first Olympic experience. I was one hurdle away from winning the Olympic gold medal and many therapy sessions later, here I am. And now I'm on the bobsled team. So, uh, it's been, uh, a process and I wouldn't be here without my teammates, you know, Alana, Kaylee, everyone's, uh, really helped me along this journey. And, I think it'd be pretty cool to go back to where it all started and finish the dang thing. And much like Patrick Kane, her last Olympic appearance was 2014 in Sochi. She's now 39 years old. There are big expectations for U.S. figure skater Nathan Chen, who talked about his mindset to get to the podium after a disappointing showing in South Korea four years ago, as well as his connection to Beijing. Yes, after the last Olympics, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful for my team to you know, bring me basically a bronze medal. I did, I did not, you know, do my job and, and help the team, help the team. But, you know, thank, thankful to the, uh, the rest of, of the team event athletes of, from the U.S. to help me get a medal, at least from that Olympics and, and be able to have a moment that I will cherish for the rest of my life with those, with those athletes. Um, and, you know, again, I've always said with skating, you just can't control the results. You can't control what medal you get. You can't control really anything besides the fact besides being able to train as best as you can and then go to the competition and do the best that you can during that day. Um, and you know, I'm really going to just stick to that and, and, uh, I guess hope for the best at that point, you know, just trust my training, trust who I am and, and trust in, trust in, uh, basically my preparation and my team. Um, my mom is from Beijing and I still have a lot of fam- family in Beijing. So just having that, you know, family connection is definitely really meaningful to me as well. Um, and you know, even though, you know, I don't know if any of the, any of my family will be able to be there, but, you know, just knowing that they're so close and knowing that, you know, I have uh, extended family as well in, in the greater, you know, in China, uh, is, it definitely means a lot to me to have an opportunity to compete there at the Olympics. Snowboarding legend, the Flying Tomato, Sean White, is looking to compete in his fifth Winter Games. He fell just shy of making the 2020 Summer Games in Tokyo for skateboarding. But he is hopeful to be back on the snow in Beijing, asked if these would be his last Olympic Games. I don't know. I, I always say it might be <laughs> just because it, it, it that's how it feels. And then, you know, time kind of keeps moving on and... Uh, I'm thinking, gosh, I feel pretty good. I'm motivated. I'm excited. And um, and then, boom, I'm at the next Olympics. So I wouldn't count the next one out after this. But, um, but yeah, I've definitely got my eye on the prize for this one. And... Um, I'm trying to keep it in that in that box, but um, but I will I will admit, you know, it it it, it is getting harder, <laughs> you know, just the 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 day in and day out and the grind of of doing these tricks. And I took a really bad crash a couple of days ago, and I remember I would just kind of like 
bounce back up and feel great. I'm like, ooh, might need a couple more days rest before I get back out there. Um, but yeah, so everything with patience and time. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. All the audio courtesy of Team USA. We're just getting started on Quest for Gold. We've got 16 weeks to introduce you to athletes, coaches, reporters, and get you ready for two weeks of Olympic competition in Beijing. Next week, we'll dig deeper into men's hockey with former Olympian turned Olympic coach Ryan Miller. I'm Ryan Burr. We'll see you next week on Quest for Gold.